A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Hey signers, this is Stevie. I wanted to give you a little intro heads up before we start this week's episode that it's not one of our episodes. It's actually an episode of High and Mighty, a headgum podcast hosted by John Gabris. Gabris has been a previous guest on our podcast and this is an interview we did with him on his podcast back in October 2018. So you get to hear him lead the conversation and us Respond High and Mighty is a very fun podcast where Gabrus, an amazing comedian, uh, hosts celebs, comedians, randos to uh, get high and talk about a subject at length. We are not allowed to look up anything or Google anything or, you know, stop conversation. So it's just a free flow. It's really fun. So enjoy this cross post episode check out Gabrus's interview on our actual <laughs> what's your sign episode and um also there is deep in Gabrus's high and mighty feed our own lisa chanu was one of his uh, power hour guests for his thanksgiving power hour at the chicago podcast festival so we're super thankful that we get to post this for you today enjoy this episode check out high and mighty with john Gabrus, and we'll see you around happy moon day this is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuckboy. The number one fuckboy. The number one fuckboy. Johnny G. Joining me as always in the High and Mighty studios is my nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gabrus. Arthur, give him a shout out. Crushing that bone. Also joining me in High and Mighty Studios on the new couch. Dude, your boy Johnny G can afford a fourth mic, so now I can have 
three people on the podcast at the same time, and I got the three hosts of the What's Your Sign podcast, comedians and podcasters, Lisa Chanu, Julia Loken, and Stevie Anderson. Hello. Hi. Sup, shitheads? <laughs> Dude, just buy in. These people are fucking monsters. Hell They're yeah. just mouth breathing fucking lunatics. Fuck boy, safe space. Fuck yeah. boy, safe space. I'm taking that word back. Every space is a fuck boy, safe space. <laughs> These days. It's so hard not to say Anderson. Like, uh, oh, like Mr. The, Anderson, yeah. we've been expecting you. Yes, like yes. fucking uh, the guy from The Matrix. Uh, yeah, my dad who's seen zero movies, like 1999 was a horrible year for him just because every single human was like mr anderson mr anderson he's like i don't understand what is this tone what is this tone about? did did you just see some internet hacker unveiled that neo's license like his driver's license expires september 11 2001 oh what? my god dude. hackers <laughs> are you a hacker well i watch the matrix a lot and i, and I screenshot that one scene so That's i'm crazy. a little bit of a hacker Dang. yeah but the question is when did neo's pilot license get uh official that's the question Ooh, hackers sound off in the comments below <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we should just do a vlog. We should do a beauty blog, I feel like. That's what it sounds like. Sound off below if you like these face masks. I've oh, been yeah. watching too many beauty things because I listened to a recent <laughs> episode of Reply All and it got me like plugged into like these beauty uh, bloggers. Well, I'm talking too much. <laughs> I mean, I just, we like makeup, yeah, I we think. Like, we yeah. like that. I just watched one of those Facebook videos where it was like, a husband makes fun of his wife doing a beauty vlog and everyone's like, oh, it's so hilarious. And I was like, this is not hilarious. I was like, you mean someone's husband is an asshole about <laughs> His wife's passion project in the suburbs. Yeah. Like, fuck you, dude. A white wife goes to husband's hedge fund office and pretends to be him for yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm on a computer. One of the things he was like, I can hear my wallet emptying. And I was uh, like, get the fuck out of uh, here. She probably works too. So like fuck yeah. all the way off. She's getting those ad spaces, you know, I like know. even if she doesn't, he cares? likes the way she looks. So exactly. fuck off. Uh, I, I like that cartoonish nineties stand-up perspective of marriage. Like I love just being like, yeah, my wife, she spends a fortune and she, all she cares about is how she looks. It's like, what the fuck? Who cares about mm-hmm. that shit? <laughs> you mean like meninism, like a, like pre AD, AB meninism. Whoa. Yeah. I like married with, I think of like married with children is like the main yes, like kings mm-hmm. of king king of queens. Where it's like yeah. it's Katie Segal, you moron! Like how are we even trying to pass that she's like some like ah I know, I'm she's annoying an, and it's absolute like absolute smoke show uh, and like leopard print everything. Are you joking? Got it. She fucked me up for life. Like her entire <laughs> style. I was like uh, now I only like uh, older women with big hair and insane outfits. Hey, it's true. My wife's two months older than me, so that counts. There you go. I thought you were gonna say she's two months old, and I was gonna be like, <laughs> oh wow. My wife's two months old. She just recently had a rebirthing ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> She was born again, so she's technically two months old. Whoa. <laughs> Forgive me. <laughs> it's the loophole I've been waiting for. <laughs> it's like those like leap year people, like the people oh, born yeah, on leap like, year. Actually, I'm only five. And, and it's, it's like, like ugh. <laughs> Sick. Like, Get actually, the fuck out of my house. <laughs> actually, before your age, you could like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Uh-oh, right. Arthur oh. got brave. Oh. Arthur. Arthur trying, likes the female energy. Trying to be silenced over here. <laughs> Arthur, what are you doing with that bone? Stop. He's, ladies, knock it off, all right? <laughs> he's on full patrol. I wonder if he's trying to figure out how to get off the couch. <laughs> he probably is. Is, is Arthur male identifying? Yes, okay. he, he's male identified, but 
He is um, very woke. I would say. You okay, bud? You're tangled? Oh, yeah. He's like... <laughs> Not to be absolutely distracted, but he's having like a little bit of a... There you go. He's, no. It's okay. Yeah. He just wants yeah, the option go. to roam, which is 100% Yeah. Fair. Well, now he's going to come back and it's going to be... And so now he wants fun. back. Yeah. Oh, hi. <laughs> what an angel. Um, Guys, I met you on your podcast, the What's Your Sign podcast. Yes. And yes. it was so nice to meet the craft in person. And uh, <laughs> it was... the best compliment we've <laughs> ever gotten. <laughs> well, it was really funny. I was like, oh, it's like we're going to talk hard. Horoscopes. I go in and it's three women, and you guys are like just sitting around a table with sitting, candles yeah. lit. Mister, <laughs> we are the weirdos. <laughs> I don't um, know. We're pretty tame. I've been listening to a lot more like witchy stuff lately, and one of them was just like a whole podcast about free bleeding. And ooh, I was ooh. like, all right, we're. I was like, <laughs> I'm all about it. But hey, some technology's not yeah, awful, like, guys. You know, so, I don't know. <laughs> I get it. Put your smartphones away, but we don't necessarily yeah. need to go full caveman. <laughs> <laughs> Eliminate greens from your diet is one thing, but yes. free bleeding's a lot. Oh, you can't I, have a white couch. <laughs> I've been gluten free for like two weeks. How Just, is that? It's you have to buy all the expensive supplements like all the fake breads and things. But once you have it, it's not that bad. Yeah, I, I just wanted to be able to wear these actual denim jeans and not stretch denim jeans for the first time in my life preacher choir uh yeah <laughs> uh my doctor said to me he's like oh do you have a gluten allergy i'm like oh mate because i was like describing what my bowels <laughs> like how terrible my mornings are and he's like you might have a gluten allergy i'm like how would i find out he's like quit gluten and then see how you do and then i was off gluten for like four weeks and i was like fuck i have a gluten allergy i didn't want to admit it mm -hmm. i think we all do yeah like yeah. to some tiny to. degree well it's all stuff that we're not probably supposed to be eating anyways and some people i just can like can hang more than others i think it's super right. processed too yeah. like it's yeah. just not good for you and the same thing with like lactose like you know it, we're maybe not all supposed to have that but we can tell we are the only species that drinks food made for other baby species you Ew. know what i mean like there's no like you know we don't have like you know, goats aren't drinking uh, cow. I guess cats drink milk in movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's I've it. never seen anyone put down a bowl of milk for a cat. Is only, that something yeah. only in movies? Only for in movies, sure. Because right. I was about to be like, oh, I have, and then I was like, oh, it's in Breakfast at Tiffany's. Case, <laughs> case made. Okay. <laughs> I've only seen it in Batman Forever. Uh, <laughs> Catwoman, yeah. yes, <laughs> and she's like, I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> like, you don't want to see my bowel movements tomorrow. <laughs> my litter <laughs> box is a mess, <laughs> it's full bats. It's time to empty it. Ooh, do you have the clumping litter? <laughs> <laughs> Terrible word, <laughs> yes. great clumping, or clumping, or yeah. yeah, yeah. No, litter's a great word. <laughs> Clumping, on the other hand, gross. Um, but I had such a blast talking to you guys. We're I'm going to keep steering it back to astrology That's once fair. every eight minutes, um, because it was. So, it, I think it's something that we all hear about, but don't know where it stems from, and that's why I think a lot of people brush it off as like. Well, whatever. It's just like religion, or uh, you know, it, it's not science. It's not this. It's not that. Oh, it's just a, someone can write whatever they want. But when the way you guys explained it to me, also watch. I'm a diehard fan of anything that has like a lot of rules and like information, as you could tell by 
my, the high and mighty studios big D and D person and like the way you guys talk about like ooh actually though his war sign is on the sun side or whatever and I'm like this is the kind of shit I'm into mm-hmm. yeah so listening to you guys talk about that I was mesmerized I was like you got to come on high and mighty to discuss this did you dig into astrology after you came on our pod no but I read every time rather than tapping through people's stories or <laughs> blowing past anything about Aquarius I did read it all just to keep like more confirmation bias flying because I was like, mm-hmm. let's just see. Because the way you guys talked about both Aquarians and Scorpios, and my wife's a Scorpio, I was like, they're they're not these. This is weirdly a lot is correct. Yeah, yeah. I just came from a bachelorette party where I was like uh, low key reading charts, but I also was like kind of on one where I was like, I normally get paid to do this, so I'm not gonna like really read your charts. <laughs> but, but I everyone's gonna... like, thanks for coming. I know. <laughs> It's like, normally this would cost you a fortune, but uh, no, but one of the girls was like, I was trying to explain like what a natal chart was. And she was like, well, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean? Like, you know, you were looking at the stars when you were born and that has an influence. And we were like literally on a beach while it was happening. And I was like, you know how the moon makes the ocean work? (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I'm sure stars had nothing to do with you when you were born, you know? But I was like, just like, just because you can't, cause she was like, she said something and I was like, just because you can't remember something or you don't like consciously know it doesn't mean that it didn't have an influence on your upbringing or whatever. Like you don't know, you don't know what kind of formula your mom fed you, but that probably led right. to something down the line. So I was just like, really, really coming Letting off of her like, have it. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm feeling <laughs> combative as fuck. I love when people like, I, I feel like I get it a lot because I'm kind of like a bitchy persona. Um, and, wow, and for someone to say bitch. that about themselves means God help what other people she say truly, about you. If you're like, yeah, I mean, I guess I'm a kind of bitchy persona means I would love to hear from with HR am, what says No, that. I'm for sure a bitch and I think <laughs> upgraded already. She's the astrology queen of mean. It has yeah. been it has been declared, voted on. She calls herself that so we can call her a bitch. Yeah, totally. Um, but I feel like I get a lot of people coming up to me being like, oh yeah like you think yeah and i'm like why why are you doing this like (laughs) i don't care if you listen to our podcast like it's so weird that people people have that attitude it's like uh, i don't care for this she believes it i have to prove her otherwise and it's like but if you don't care for it Mm -hmm. then what does it matter i mean i think some of it is sexism like to be straight up like i think a lot of it is like it is this is so uh gender by you know so like oh okay yeah the lady's got to go figure out their horoscopes the moon's at it again (laughs) (laughs) the moon's making them all free bleed (laughs) for for some reason so yeah i mean we love haters like that's like part of our like podcast description it's for lovers and haters newbies and old pros just because we're no one knows everything and that's the great thing about astrology too is like no one knows everything at all but we have all this evidence from ancient babylonian shit that it's kind of been like well yeah a lot of aries do have these traits interesting that people born in the spring a time of fresh starts and a time of taking charge a lot of people born in this time period might have these traits but also if you don't relate to that you have other planets in your chart too. Like that's why it's like, it's not just your sun sign. We talk about that a lot on our pod. Like there's so much more and that's sun signs. The one that's traditional. Like everyone knows when they go to to magazines or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's your birthday. Your son was like, if it's in the month of May, you're either a Taurus or a Gemini. Like that's, that's the breakdown. But then you have all these other placements 
that can affect your emotions and how you talk to people and how you want to fuck and how you want to be kissed and how you want to like, you know, follow the rules or how you want to break the rules. So everything comes together to make who you are. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's funny because like it, it has that weird same attitude that like atheists have about religion where they're like, they're gotta, they've got to be anti-religion. They don't have to yeah. yeah. just be, I don't believe it. They have to be like anti. And that's, I feel like you get that with horoscopes. And I've like come around a little bit on religion in general. And uh, I feel like I'm just, you should just what if people are happy talking about whatever yeah. they have, like mm-hmm. if it makes them if they when it's like christianity is being wielded as a weapon to like eliminate civil rights from people that's a fucking problem that's when religion's a problem yeah. but when it's like making you know countless people just feel okay about death and life and it's like well then let's maybe not rag them for that i think people mm-hmm. just also don't like people like having a good time or like genuinely <laughs> liking something or like be, because I feel like the same thing I was thinking of the religion example but also like sports there's right. so many people who are like oh you like sports ball oh, like, oh yeah oh did you watch the the match today or whatever and it's like yeah I think the people who are like super in, like of course there's like a place where it's like all right you're a fucking Chill. loser but yeah. also <laughs> like but also it's like if you like it Cool. Who cares? Like, yeah. why? It doesn't. Oh, I know. When, you know? when whenever the uh, Twitter dorks come ramping out around the Super Bowl, what's everyone talking about? You know? Oh, yeah. uh, is some is are there a group of giants fighting eagles somewhere? And you're like, oh, fuck God. you. It's like no one meatheads like sports fans aren't going on Twitter yeah. being like, what's everyone talking about about Atlanta winning best writing? You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> when, like, you know, people are like, well, you know, you don't see like sports fans roasting the Tonys. Yeah. yeah. But then it's like the bully, the people who are allegedly bullied in the, uh, you know, hi- uh, hierarchy of life of society, they're like, oh, sports ball. You're dumb because you like other people's sports. It's like, what the fuck? Well, it's being, it's being vulnerable. Because yeah. I think when you can like a sports team and really like lose your in the momentum yeah. i mean i went to the last dodgers game i went to you guys know because yeah. no one my cr- my section was silent as fuck and i was like you guys i've never been to a game where they lost like we gotta get the fuck up right here like i'm slamming seats i was like come on come on like wake up it's like the eighth inning like let's do this thing and everyone around was like finally like then fucking who was it what's this guy who fucked rihanna camp Kemp hit a like three slam home run and then everyone got up and started cheering. And I was like, oh, what? So you need someone to prove, prove that they're worthy of your like admiration to get up. And then the best thing was this dad next to me was like, you are a true Dodger fan. You, you, you did it right. And, but Mrs. It, Anderson. But it goes with vulnerability. It's like, I'm going to like put my all in like hoping something happens and like feeling good about something and rooting for a side. And the same thing with astrology. It's like, uh, is it full blown predictive and is it going to like, should you not talk to any Gemini's? Well, maybe, but like, no, should you really like, probably not. It's for, it's opening yourself up to the unknown and having some, you know, celestial influence into your life. So I think mm. just people just don't want to be wrong. too. Yeah. Right. That's the other thing is that if, if, if astrology ends up being, uh, tried and like very like uh, like Scientific objectively method. true, yeah, yeah, like proven to be true. Mm-hmm. So many people will be, un- and I think that's part of religion too, yeah. and mm-hmm. and part of people holding on to their religious beliefs too is the like you just don't want to know that something. Yeah, mm-hmm. I will say I was at a wedding this weekend, 
and there were multiple eagles chants happening. One of them was during the ceremony. What? <laughs> oh, yeah, and, I see uh, that. Yeah. So yeah, I heard that, heard that giant drop. <laughs> we're, doing a hat, we're doing a hat change. It was, <laughs> My head is swollen. It was, I don't care about the football at all, but right. it was fun that people were just like getting up and shouting their team or like, being silly at it a wedding. It is fun to like, have like a rivalry. It's fun yeah. to have like sports is like a safe rivalry for you to be like fuck you Dallas. You know uh-huh. <laughs> and you're like oh okay well. well and that's yeah. even astrology. It's like a fun way to stereotype people. Right because yeah. it is like, like low key high Yeah like Eagles fans threw fucking batteries at Santa is something that like Amer- <laughs> yeah. like Giants fans always say even though we famously threw snowballs at the team and like uh, the Giants fans got in huge trouble too but we loved there's a jail at Lincoln Field that was like the big thing we'd always say. These <laughs> Philly fans are such monsters. They got, and I'm a Yankees fan too. So then we have the Red Sox rivalry and the Pats rivalry, and that's like exactly you could stereotype Boston fans. You can stereotype mm-hmm. Gemini's, and it's sort of like safe because it's like, what does this really mean? You're not just like Koreans are like blank, yeah. Yeah. right? That's where races, true races <laughs> yeah. of people are like, no one got internet trolls out. No, please don't. But <laughs> I think people also are like disappointed that their thing isn't popular too yeah but then there's that's a double-edged sword because when they get mad when it's popular or whatever but it's like it's too popular it's like the also like angry that's like someone isn't saying that their thing is like cool and special or that they're special for liking a thing or whatever like Mm. people are like it's like a it's double-edged sword of recognition and also wanting to be just like left alone kind of but i think people are always just acting out of like uh I'm definitely. Like I definitely fall on the other edge. Like when people fucking ask me shit in public, I'm like, "Come on, dude! I'm not at work right now. I don't want to read your chart." Well, that's a different thing. That's someone. That's someone like not. I feel like that's a disrespect of like the. the that's validity like saying like of, be funny right yeah, now. Yeah, but it's. I know. think that yeah. so tell that me a happens joke. a lot with if you tell someone that you are a comedian that they'll be like, "Oh, tell me a joke," and you're like, "I'm not. Yeah, I'm also not at work right now." The that's only other people how... that happens to is medical professionals too, because it's like, "Oh, oh yeah, I'm I a doctor." It's like, "Yeah, well, my shoulder is." So they yeah. should Can have to do that though. <laughs> they make so much money. That's also a sp- <laughs> some comedians do too, but you know, like I think <laughs> very few. I think you have to articulate that you're not Kevin Hart yeah. when someone asks you to tell a joke. I bet Kevin Hart will tell you a joke. That's why he gets paid as much as he does. Shit, maybe I should be fucking making. The Vons checkout guy laugh more. You tell oh. people at Vons that you're a comic. They're like, "What do you do for a living, sir?" Because <laughs> you keep asking everyone for change. I've almost. <laughs> I feel like I've almost said I'm a comic at the comedy store Vons. There's a Vons on, uh, like Virgil and Sunset. Is that what it is? Yeah. Virgil and Sunset, like that weird like corner that where like the vista is, oh, yeah, like yeah. that thing Blue where it's like no man's land. But uh. You can always you'll at any time you go there, there is always another comedian there. Uh, But there is like a late night checkout guy who is trying so hard to to like slang jokes like so (laughs) hard. And it's always at like 1 a.m. And you're like, everyone wants to go. The line is always ridiculously long for no reason. And the guy's just like says the same joke over and over and over again. Oh, you know, that guy is just like at home with his family or with friends. And he's like, dude, I work at the Vons where all the comedians come in and I'm fucking (laughs) every night. We're chopping it up. I got everyone laughing. He's like, I'll work the late shit. (laughs) He thinks that that's like. 
<laughs> the working like working as a door guy it's like the equivalent thing it's like the Vons checkout dude right. I would listen to the Vons checkout podcast because all those I know that Vons <laughs> and all those checker outers are quirky as hell yeah they are they need a podcast they need let's a podcast bring, I'll get a, let's bring I'm, this I'm over there now <laughs> let's get panoply on this <laughs> I get a standard I'm bit Roman I do. Mars. You, you at do? the grocery store, whenever I buy a box of wine, they always ask if I need a bag, and I always say, nah, I'm going to drink it on the way home. <laughs> and oh. it always gets a laugh. <laughs> Check out humor. <laughs> it always gets a laugh. There that's a good one. There are those jokes that just always work that are just, and I think that's where the, the, the term uh, dad joke comes from, mm. where it's just a joke where it's like, this is the obvious place to hit them with the fucking lob, you know, or like, mm-hmm. oh, uh, nice to meet you. Good. My name is John. You mm-hmm. know, like, cashier oh. friendly humor <laughs> yeah, is yeah. rooted in in any father, any right. fatherly roots. One hundred percent. I did one of my favorites, which is whenever someone asks you to like sign something, I always go anything for the fans. <laughs> 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 one time we were like on a trip and a family friend heard me and he was like, I think they just needed you to sign the credit card. <laughs> and I was like, That's the hardest when the reality really smashes and someone just goes like, what fans would you have? And you're like, ow. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, I was making a joke, but also, you're right. (laughs) You you don't have fans either, Bill. (laughs) Oh, do I have any any go-to... Do I have any go-to jokes? I don't think I do. Because... uh, I I'm constantly improvising. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving him something fresh every minute. <laughs> Me, I don't really do anything twice. <laughs> I'm bringing fresh material to uh, to Vons every week. You're basically Natalie Portman in Garden State when she does that unique moment where she's dancing around her bedroom. She's like, blah, 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 blah. "This is the only time that's ever happened." That and I force everyone to listen to the shins. <laughs> Listen to this. What am I? That's my favorite dad bit. (laughs) (laughs) Making people listen to the shins. I think shins are like now that age group is dads. Oh, it is. Yeah, they've they've transferred. Yeah, that's my age group. So most of my friends are dads. (laughs) Go dads. the, one of my favorite recuts of that Garden State, there's a there's a YouTube video of all the shin songs taken out, and it's all Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> Highly. That is so That's funny. That's really a fun idea. She, where she's like, do you want to hear it? And then you just hear, crash in the Yeah, I know Dave is like one tenth that aggressive. (laughs) I really genuinely want to go to a Dave Matthews show, not because I like the music, but because everyone like that go. You've never been to one? No, this is such a good example of like what we were talking about about people like genuinely loving something. Oh yes, people who love Dave Matthews like love unabashed like have got i know someone who like doesn't even like concerts that much she's been to four dave matthews i know shows. and there's like three camps of dave matthews band uh fans uh, i think one is the don't tell anyone they don't mention that yeah. they're in the dmb <laughs> then there's the people who are into dmb who go i know get, hit me with it hit me with mm-hmm. it and then the, i think there are the people who are like He's a great musician. Like, it's like too aggressive with it, where you're like, "All right, man." Okay. I've seen multiple Counting Crows shows. I've also been to Dave Matthews Band concerts. I've, I've, I've technically been, been to one, but I was asleep. 
It was at Bonnaroo. Like I was <laughs> asleep. Someone dragged in a me in. <laughs> <laughs> I was asleep in a field and like people like walking on my hair and I was like, oh, oh I went t- to Bonnaroo for the first time this year. It was oh, fucking did you? Fantastic. It's great to go when you're 36. <laughs> <laughs> I think Prime I, music festival age. Yeah. I think I could only go as like in an air conditioned RV or something. Right. It'd have to be really good. I went like as uh, a performer. So that okay, was like, and that's perfect. the only way I think I could do. I'm so bougie now. I don't think I could do a festival in any other way other no. than like some sort of VIP treatment, whether I'm paying for it or getting it for free because I'm doing a bullshit podcast mm-hmm. during it. Well, VIP ruined you for every other thing ever again like you're oh, never yeah. just gonna buy a regular i need a seat min like that's minimum if i'm not gonna be vip then i like i want a seated thing aisle seat bathroom is like somewhere near beer tent is also exactly somewhere near. and i and i want like oh there's a beer tent here but there's also a beer tent here with less people for the people who paid more and i'm like here, yeah take more, uh-huh. money. <laughs> take more money from my wife and i were just talking about that the other day we're like oh so-and-so is gonna be at the bowl should we go and and, and, and like she was like I just want to go and like get great seats though. <laughs> I was like, cause like she went with friends who had like a box and she was like, this is the way to do it. And I'm like, well, fuck it. We go so rarely. Let's just spend ball the out. money. Yeah. Let's just, ball what, sh- what show can you say? Well, uh, we were trying cause we missed Sylvanesso last time she came and then we were mm-hmm. talking about doing this for arcade fire and then we just dropped the ball on uh, arcade. Fire. Well, they weren't at the ball. Where were they? They mm. were at, Somewhere else here. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere. Fa- yeah, bowl seasons coming to you know it's coming to a wrap. Screech into a halt. Screech man. into a halt. It's a nice place. Yes, it's I, a nice yeah, place. I, I didn't see anything this year. I went right? to a few things. Oh no, I saw yeah 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 as an LCD sound system. I yeah. saw Paul Simon. But, I saw a bunch of old people rocking the fuck out. Like I was like, this is my future, and I cannot wait for this. All of, like the like new Paul Simon songs, like they knew they were just doing like interpretive dancing. It was, it was just oh, gorgeous. I felt at, yeah, yeah, yeah. As an LCD sound system, it was like everyone I knew that lived in New York in the 10 years ago. Ooh, you know what I mean? Like uh-huh. it was just all 35 year olds who were just like, it was just young dads, beard city, you know, uh-huh, like, uh-huh. it was just exactly what you would think it was. And I was like, this is fucking my people. Uh-huh. <laughs> I saw one there at the Palladium LCD and it was great. I mean, it was just a fun show. It's a w- They're like classic rock now. Yeah. Kind of. There are classic. It's kind of going back to like the shins being dad rock now. It's yeah. like they're like now. What we used to call like indie rock. Yeah. In like the ni- late 90s, early 2000s and uh, mid 2000s, like that block party, arcade mm-hmm. fire, uh, mm-hmm. that kind of world has all mm-hmm. become like class. It's like class. <laughs> I feel terrible. It's uh-huh. like, got to jam out. You're going to do Zeppelin or arcade fire? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sirius XMU had uh, the other day, which is like the. Uh, oh, the, I know yeah. XMU. Yeah. She, uh, Jenny Ellisque was like, uh, and we'll and don't forget every Wednesday night we'll be playing some of your old favorites. As a matter of fact, let's throw on one right now. This is from Funeral by Arcade. <laughs> like, oh yeah. my god, this is a classic. I fucking listen to this after college. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean it. it it's like twenty, almost twenty now. years. I was just thinking, like, The Strokes' first album came out in like two thousand one. Oh, That's like twenty years almost. <laughs> Don't remind I know. Me. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, shitheads. <laughs> I mean, think about like when 2008 was. T- ten years ago, it was 2000. Ten years ago, it was two. The <laughs> Lisa's I dying. forgot they're called shitheads. I'm not positive they know they're called shitheads. <laughs> <laughs> they will be after this episode. <laughs> I've been calling them that for 200 episodes, and no one's like a, they haven't adopted it. Really, they're not wearing the merch. It's starting to make me think I don't have any listeners. <laughs> It's very fun to say. I'm huge I will in say Moscow. that. 
Hashtag shithead nation. I saw someone, Lisa and I both went to the Eagles concert that just oh, happened. Hell yeah. This oh, hell yeah. shit. And I saw a <laughs> man. Oh, I, yeah, don't. Dude, not I, what you think someone would say oh. post, we went to the Eagles <laughs> well, concert. We We're love huge the Eagles. Eagles fans. Love oh, the that's Eagles. what's wrong with you guys. Uh, <laughs> I'm, totally on board. I'm totally on board for horoscopes, but this shit is <laughs> crossing the line. Well, this is, this you know is a what? polarizing That's not one. all that's wrong with us Also, I saw a guy like, lose his mind when Don Henley played Boys of Summer. Just like <laughs> was like jumping up and down in a way like and he was the only one. We had pretty like high seats, but he his wife was like or lady it, I assume they knew each other because he was jumping like on her, like arms fail- flailing in front of the iPad that she had on live. Oh, like, no. oh so many people were Facebook so live. Oh, so Facebook iPads. People shoot on iPads now. It's like I. It's like it's, it's so frustrating to look at a concert, dude. We it got yelled at the second we got to our seats. Scott and I. <laughs> <laughs> Someone was in our seats, and I we. We had a drink, but we weren't like drunk. And I was like, should we like tell them like they're in our seats or whatever? And he's like, I don't know. What do we do? I'm like, well, like, are we in the wrong section? Or, you know, what? You, you we're just trying to figure it out. Where are and this guy turns around and goes, I'm trying to enjoy the show. Oh. And uh. I was just like, it doesn't fucking seem like it, dude. It <laughs> seems like you're trying to have a terrible time right now. <laughs> It was a nightmare. I I don't like to judge people. You can go and watch your show however you want to watch a show, but I watched someone just like Googling Karen O on their phone the whole time. They're <laughs> oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, like I, I feel like maybe they were, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt that they were trying to explain something to the person they were with, but it felt like mostly they were like, went down a rabbit hole about Karen O while she was performing, which Whoa. is insane to me. That is insane. Or they're just like, who are we here to see again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> or they were like, what's her birthday? I bet she's a Scorpio. Like, oh, I get, getting I us mean, back on yeah. track. Well, I feel like I did just look her up and I think she was a Scorpio. I would believe that. She might have been Sag cusping if I recall, but I can't, you know. I find I've every, every once in a while, because my wife, the girl I had a crush on in high school and my girlfriend before my wife, who I had dated for like three years in college, two years in college, were all Scorpios. What? And I just like every time, and, and I don't like, it, of course, that's, you know, causation, not correlation or whatever, but the same time, that's a pattern to- That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, you can't, it's something to note, something to, you know, yeah. journal about. It's something to like, <laughs> it's like, what does that mean? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like- I. It's not a type. I'm not like choosing Scorpios because I don't know uh, people's birthdays. Sure. Yeah. Or am I? It's not like I'm like, oh, I like big tits and Scorpios. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to like determine. <laughs> well, that is a thing though where it's I'm like, so it's woke, not... by the way. <laughs> hey, this guy, I am a classic dude. Hey. Love breasts, bruh. <laughs> T- tits, but also like, intriguing probing sensitive mysterious types you know (laughs) (laughs) who just kind of like venn diagram is for your boy right yeah like she's got big tits but also like exudes other kinds of energies too you know i like milk ducks and water signs that's about it (laughs) uh but let's get back on this how did you guys uh, individually find like w- were you uh, fans of astrology growing up because my intro to astrology was like 17 in Cosmopolitan magazine and people and then like eventually hearing that it was in the newspaper and shit like that too yeah. but I never knew anything about it except like to know your sign also when you uh, got your fake ID 
Because that was like a bouncer. Oh. That was, like a, that a, that was a bouncer question. Because you, yeah. you can remember all your facts, and then someone goes, "Oh, and what's your sign?" And then if you're mm-hmm. like, "Oh shit, am I July?" That's uh, yeah. Ah. yeah. But like that bouncer's got to know quite a bit. But cause... the bouncer could just tell if you blow it. You know yeah, what I mean? That's I think that's. True. I think you could probably pass the test if you just answer confidently, no matter what. Yeah. So just yeah. all you young kids with your fake IDs out there, just yeah. say Sagittarius. <laughs> 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 Not if I'm checking I IDs. <laughs> I'll be looking at those dates. Yes, exactly. Be like, like unless, of course, Lisa is checking <laughs> <Yes>. IDs. <laughs> Which I've never done once in my life. <laughs> Not if I can help it. I'm going to keep these underage kids out of other people's bars. What <laughs> a weird hill to die on. <laughs> that would be just like a funny initiative where it's like teaching, teaching bouncers astrology so they can better <laughs> check IDs. <laughs> All right, do they have pointy yeah, cheekbones? Okay, what on. do you think the rising yeah. sign is? <laughs> All right, gather around college bar b- bouncers. We have to go over some yeah. stuff here. <laughs> you guys are familiar with what... Uh, wait, I don't even know. Aqu- I couldn't, Aquarius. A fake term in there. <laughs> Aquarius, actually not a water sign. Don't let them fool you. <laughs> yeah, that was big news for me. I learned that oh. from you guys. That was huge for me because I always considered myself a waterman and mm-hmm. to find out that I'm an air sign and you're the water, water carrier. Mm-hmm. I'm a water carrier. I did mm-hmm. listen. I heard no, this. You're telling me <laughs> you seem to carry a lot of water I, I agree I just walk away sloshing <laughs> I heard this on another podcast about astrology that they were talking about that 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 there there is some like deep astrology things where they're like is Aquarius like a secret fourth water sign wow. but I'm like no it's not uh <laughs> But I think But like thinking about it as like you are a vessel for like carrying at a distance if water represents like emotion or more like complex deep uh feelings and thoughts. I think that's a very Aquarian trait of like being able to like put into compartmentalize Interesting. that which is that's maybe what free flowing in other people. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. I've never thought of it like that. It makes a lot of sense with your wife being a Scorpio too, mm-hmm. because it's like you can handle all the emotions and all the deep stuff. And oh the yeah, because intensity. you have a, you have that vessel because you can keep it at like a distance too, and it's also like a transmuting of it too, where it's like taking to this and then like pouring out to another thing you know oh shit that's hot (laughs) (laughs) yeah I don't fully get it but it is hot (laughs) what I got from that is that was fucking hot (laughs) but that's so true I never thought about that because I am we always joke that I'm like built to be married to Tiffany because she's like so intense mm-hmm. and I and good intense and bad intense and I can handle all of her levels of intensity she's just got like volume contrast and brightness at 100 all the time depending on what <laughs> if she comes home positive happy from work where it's a fucking but yeah I can really handle that yeah, yeah. Vase, both, she's yeah. the water yeah exactly yeah. if you're both if you're both water then it's just like a bunch of it's all uh, going back at each shit, other and there's dude, nowhere for it to tide, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah wild but to answer your original question um yes uh I think I think everybody like kind of finds out somehow through like a magazine or something like that where, you know, I think everyone is at least to a certain degree curious about themselves. So anytime you see like in kind of like quiz form or something where it's like, oh, what 
what's my thing called? Like, what's my symbol? What's right, my, yeah. that kind of thing. And then what color, you know, which Saved by the Bell character am I? Yeah. You know, like that's like BuzzFeed <laughs> yeah. has like monetized um, uh, your horoscope. The like, they can just keep narrow. It's like, which episode of The Sopranos are you? <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> Why do I need this info? <laughs> I just started thinking. I'm like, what episode? Am I? <laughs> I was like, I hope I'm the one where the grandma dies. I hate her. <laughs> I'm the one where that Vito sucks the dude off. <laughs> I, I, my initial instinct was the one where they make fun of Uncle Junior for eating pussy. Oh <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, but then I would always like sneak whenever I would go to like a bookstore. I and like. My parents, my parents are big readers, not to brag, but, uh, but I would always oh, like, we can off. tell <laughs> you carry yourself like you're the daughter of readers. readers. There was a lot of books around me growing up, <laughs> but I like, uh, I would always like sneak off and find an astrology book and like secret read it and be like, Oh, I got to see like dark side astrology. Like, Oh, what's the, like well, that kind of stuff. Oh, cause that was going to be my next question. When did you take it up that next level that got you to where you are at WIS? But that makes sense. Yeah. That's the one I think that and then I worked for someone who was like the first time I heard Mercury retrograde before now I feel like everybody's like tossing it around but this was like 10 years ago uh and I was like what and then I was like oh there's so much more and then you just go down wormhole after wormhole and just anything like that where you can like uh you know it is weirdly kind of like and I hate to be so uh you know divide gender divided but it is sort of like sports in that way where it's like the more info you get the more enjoyment you can get out of it and it's totally. sort of like fuck dude and it's like now i know so much about other teams or other signs because yeah. you said something where you were like everyone sort of cares about what they are but being on your podcast and listening to you guys talk about it the way you guys like flip it and put it out because like that's the maybe part of the reason why uh, hearing about astrology is such a turnoff is because it is someone often talking about themselves. Yes. Yeah. And then that's the front. And I mean, if you want to get me into something, the trick is invite me to your house, have three women just t- talk to you about you for yeah. an hour. And yeah, then I leave like, and I'm oh, like, I love astrology. <laughs> it's so interesting. Well, I definitely used to sneak off and read the book too, but mm-hmm. it's like, especially in that scenario when you're in like a Barnes and Noble and you're like, you feel like you're getting away with something because yeah. you're only reading your page. Right. So right. you're like, I got everything I wanted out of this book. That's $20 and I don't have to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> that is true because it would always be like $30 and you're yeah. like, uh-huh. yeah, mom's not like going to go for this like, one. Textbook <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So like, yeah, but I think for me, I like getting deeper into it was actually more on the podcast and like learning more while doing it. So yeah, it was the same. Like my mom always had uh, astrology books out. She's a Virgo. She planned me and my brothers were both Taurus. She didn't want to be pregnant in the summer and she wanted another earth sign. So uh was like deeply involved uh, as oh, a kid. Shit. You were sort of born into it. I was kind of programmed. Yeah, I was supposed to be an I was due as an Aries though. So she so she was like freaked. And then my brother was due as a Gemini, but then we met in the Taurus middle. But then um uh, so I always knew like the basic traits of my sun sign. I always knew as a Taurus and then yeah, mainly the podcast helped me learn more about, I knew a lot about the other planets, but not really much about how they were in other signs besides my own. Like I knew a lot about my chart and I could look at that and be like, okay, this, this Mercury, my placement means this. But when you have to meet other people, it's such a good, and we've talked about this in our podcast, it's such a good science uh, if you do it in like a social science perspective and just right. meet more people in like a very like 
Kinsey without the fucking sort of uh, vibe. <laughs> right, yeah. You sort of <laughs> yeah. just keep anecdotally adding to your list of yeah. like, like, hey, oh, so what's your Scorpio? sign and okay. how do you fuck? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what's your sign? Let me see your genitals. Well, and then Perfect. <laughs> Scorpio, right? And then I don't know what you follow on the internet, but like right now we are definitely an astrology boom. Like yes. it is definitely an it's astrology boom. It's blown up. And it, and I don't, I think maybe partially because like uh, we're in a female boom, you know, or like the we're, future sure, is female. Yeah, I we're supposed like we're, we <laughs> should be doing better about that. So I think when astrology comes up, no one's going to shit all over it now. Yeah. I, I mean, no person would openly be like oh, people do i mean yeah, people, no, i'm sure they people do. definitely still do uh, i mean people shit on everything they shit on star wars because it's like uh it ruined it for them but it's a fucking kids movie and these are 40 year old men who are complaining yeah. about it so it's like people are yeah. fucked up yeah, people yeah, attach yeah. themselves to too much stuff um but uh, about going back to uh i like that idea of like using it as a social science where you're sort of like the more people you meet helps you kind of color in the lines even more of like oh mm-hmm. yeah you know what now i know yes it's anecdotal i know 12 scorpios but 10 of them do exhibit this trait or have said to me they feel this way mm-hmm. now that is an interesting coincidence well and it yeah. depends what you yeah. use it for too yes. like i i just know that like my scorpio friends are probably going to bitch about work longer than my other friends and sometimes you just have to like they love work. They love being good at what they're doing and they don't want to fail. They don't want to be in last place. And if they have a bad day at work, they want to bitch about it forever. And then oh you just. Oh my God, this is like. <laughs> and then you. Uh, and... I should be on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but instead of saying, okay, fuck off, I get it. Like, and rushing them, just go, I see you. I hear you. Yes. Okay. Like, check your watch in peace and like just let her let her rip where some people yeah. you can some other signs i feel like you can tell like hey can you shut the fuck up already by now and they're like oh yeah sorry i was talking to you well, it's because not Scorpios a scorpio want to get to the bottom of it mm-hmm. like they want to know why it was a bad day too so it's like collecting all of the evidence and all of the things that all of the like minutiae that led to that bad led up to that and led past it and what it like if kathy didn't do this last week yeah. then in and, this then, day, and then are you is that per- like is it a scorpio trait to like you know, hash this out with a group of people, like several different people. Like, oh, I'm talking to Julia about how shitty my work day is. And then separately, I'm also texting Stevie and being like, this is how shitty. Am I getting everyone's input on it? I think so. Yes. <laughs> and uh, they're going to yeah. reveal certain information to other people, too, mm-hmm. depending on what response they want. Uh, Guaranteed. Ooh, I like this. I like this. So they know this, too. They're not like, <laughs> yeah. this, isn't, this isn't like, they're not like, oh, my secret. It's like, fuck, everyone knows my secret. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> we keep talking about these other things other than our sun signs. Can mm-hmm. we do like a astrology 101 or astrology uh, intro zero level class? Yeah. To just sort of explain what that stuff means. Like you're, you, when you say chart you're talking about a natal chart like when you're born the day the time and the year you're born when you're born your natal chart is a picture of what the sky looked like when you were born so it's where every planet was at the time of your birth plus you have what's called your rising sign which is where the sun what like what is where the sun was when you were born so it creates like the horizon line of your circular chart which then that also sets up what's called your house system which is like theoretical points it's not an actual like star or planet or anything like that but that sets up like the specific categories of life so each house system has a a 
area of life that it represents. So your and your rising sign is always on the cusp of your first house. So your rising sign will be on the left of your chart, mm-hmm. and then um, you'll see the planetary placements all around the circle and lines drawn between them, um, which create different angles, which denote how the planets interact with one another in your natal chart. Um, if you look at an astrological, I can't speak, chart, um, <laughs> I like to think of the inner circle on it as like where the baby would be lying, and then like all of the lines and stuff and planets above. Oh. And if you can kind of like artistically do that in your mind, I think it's interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. If you also like, if you're into like, I love geography and maps and like cartography and like shit like that. So if you like that kind of stuff, I think it's just fun to look at beyond astrology because you really it is a it's a map essentially and if you get like those stargazing apps too like when you hear um like oh you can really see venus tonight if you take up that stargazing app and point it you can see what constellation it's in and that's like oh well venus is in leo tonight like we can see it and so technically that would be your for any baby born that that minute their their Mm -hmm. venus is in leo yeah and you have so you have a sign for every planet but you don't necessarily have a planet in every sign so you can have more than one you can have your sun and your mars and your venus in scorpio uh or they can be in different signs it just depends on where they are when you're born planets affect different uh uh, according to this that your the planets affect different portions of your persona or your persona. Yes. Yeah. certain yes. ones are closer to earth those ones will be uh, more likely to affect your personality the further away ones obviously take longer to move right. around the sun so those are more generational groups of people that have specific traits of this uh, your gen well, xers your yeah. millennials like we'll all have those same like Neptune, Saturn, Pluto, all those right, far away guys. Because they don't move that much in they the course. They move slow as yeah, fuck. Yeah, they don't move that yeah. much in the course of X amount of years. Right. So within eight years, we all might have Pluto in our blank house. Yeah, yes. we all probably do. We yeah. all probably have Scorpio, yeah, Pluto, Pluto, Scorpio. But I mean, we talked about this on the podcast with something even like a generational planet. You can see like the difference. Like all of those Parkland kids all have their Pluto in Sagittarius, I think, which is about like philosophy and out like bigger thinking and that sort of thing. So it's like these kids are actually like going out and like showing up for things, and all are, their Saturns and Uranuses, <laughs> love that Uranus. uh, is in Urani are in Aquarius, where all of ours are most likely in Capricorn. Yours mm-hmm. might be you. You guys might be Sag I'm too, Sag. but they're all like Aquarius, which is all about like Capricorns like love following the rules and like we want to be happy and we want to do these things, but we're also gonna probably follow a straight line within at the, the end of the day. Within, but Aquarians are like yeah. fuck the structure and that's like these next group of kids who are actually like showing up and fucking protesting and like doing the damn thing while we kind of like like failed them. <laughs> like <laughs> in many ways. Set up the, but we the set up the stairs for them yeah. to climb. True, true. Yeah. And our stuff is all about like <laughs> sexuality. So if it's if it's um you know LGBTQ stuff or true. if it's women's all of the issues. women's issues yeah. all the sexual assault stuff that's happening now, like that all makes sense for that being an important issue to like this generation and that being kind of like the focus. I think before that it was Libra, which I think was more about like relationships like that and you think about that it's like all of those people who mostly were like children of divorce that was like a huge boom happening so people kind of re re-establishing what they think it, about partnerships what that means is marriage for me what do we what's our concept of that uh mm-hmm. so yeah another cool one too we talked about in our episode we each if you listen to our podcast that each we have a episode about each planet so you can really like 
deep delve into each one and then we it's kind of like a learning course and then as we get closer then we have guests and do more fun stuff and like branch out but neptune i thought was super cool because i almost talked about being about fashion and also you can see the different fashion changes based on like the neptune Mm -hmm. placements like i think the roaring 20s was leo which is all like fancy and tassels and then uh the 90s was capricorn so it was all like a totalitarian and minimal and heroin chic (laughs) and it was like it's like very and now it's Pisces, right? And that's why it's, it's all like rainbow hair, yeah, and like mermaids and fish <laughs> oh, yeah. and like insta insta thoughts and mural walls, yeah, and like and, you know. oh yeah, and short shorts and side boobs and, and yeah. yeah, and sea punk and like all that fun stuff. So wait, what's sea punk? Sea punk. I feel like sea punk was mainly popular in like two thousand nine ten. So I'm thinking beach goth when you're saying that. Is yes. that the same thing? Yeah, it's like you, you you usually have like aquamarine hair and you're really into mermaids and really yes. into like okay. that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, stuff. It's yeah, kind of yeah. like bronies, but like <laughs> but for mermaids. <laughs> well, that's another fun thing about astrology. Then is now we're looking at it rather than we were talking about looking at it on an anecdotal level of like my ten friends like this. Mm-hmm. Now we're looking at it on like a cultural level and like cultural phenomenons being attached to that, which is really interesting. Yeah, where it's like not everybody is going to subscribe to that. Not everybody dresses, you know, changes their style yeah. every We're so not many all years. Punks. Yeah, but when you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> At least not yet. Not yet. Yeah, but the when you see, puppy. I know, we'll see. We'll see. There's, still, there's still a few years left to Pisces. We're all going to get gills. Yeah. But you can see just like kind of like, oh, like that's energetically people are like wanting to access something more like that. So it's like every, you know, trends trickle down and that sort of thing. But people who have maybe a strong Neptune placement are likely to be a more in a creative field because Neptune rules creativity and all of that sort of stuff, imagination. Uh, so like the, if those are the people setting the trends and they have a strong Neptune placement, it makes sense that they would then didn't you like, say or one that. of you said something about Bob Dylan having a strong Neptune oh yeah where that's so that's in a the, so there's other like theoretical points on your net like your natal chart um one of those is your midheaven which we just did a, a episode on that if you're like whatever whatever planet is like closest to that point which is like the straight line the what's the that? top yeah but I'm like what's that called when you're like dividing a circle I don't remember the, what the uh, y-axis I yeah why um, control? Yeah. Why control you? Whoa, 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 whoa! Hell yeah! I Wait, mean, who is that? Let me Google her. <laughs> she sounds like a Scorpio. <laughs> um, no, but so whatever planet is like closest to that will likely your midheaven is kind of like your public persona and is likely linked to your career. So if you have a planet that's close to that, it usually will indicate like the direction of your career. Interesting. So Bob Dylan has Neptune closest to his midheaven. I forgot what sign it's in because that also would like influence it. But uh, I was reading one of these like real specific. There's like all of these art astrology articles where it was like I went. This guy called Bob Dylan's mom, like had to hunt her down <laughs> to get his birth time because they they were like there had been speculation about why it was, but we knew we didn't have his exact birth time. But I had a theory that Neptune was going to be close to his midheaven, so I tracked down his mom, and she was actually really ex- like really open she was to alive? talking. Yeah, this was like not. Wow. I don't think this was in any time recently, but gotcha. but there's like all. All these kinds of when you get into like real like serious astrology websites that aren't a lot of them are more even like aesthetically set up for people to be like learning or to be a little more fun and a little more like right. um a, like the the optics of astrology like the aesthetic that is like being a witch like right, that kind yeah. of stuff the like, stars yeah that 
that sort of thing, which is problematic for some people. But um, uh, anyways, when you get into like the real serious ones, it's like those kinds of. Oh, and some of the websites are bad. Oh, yeah. A lot like, of it, They like don't know how to do web design at all. So yes. you're like having to dig through and figure out at the same time, like, how do I navigate your site? Like, right. Because yeah, being uh, knowing astrology well does not necessarily translate to like C++ oh, yeah. programming. And no. a lot of them are older people who are like they wrote books, but right, they don't right. know how to use the Internet. Yes. Right, right. A lot of self-published things, um, those kinds of books to a lot of like very small publishing houses yeah, yeah, yeah. but that it's cool sense. but it's cool but it's because it's like who is into that esoteric of astrology and i'm like we are um, <laughs> but so there's like some deep like just like yeah. any hobby or any uh thing that's on the internet there's mm-hmm. like some people that are super deep and they have gone like natal charts on big time oh, yeah. celebrities there's and stuff. Oh, so yeah. many. Oh. you can find it uh, like type any celebrity yeah, na and, and the first thing that comes up natal is natal chart, chart for sure oh, well and there's things like that awesome. where it's like okay um there are a lot of celebrities who have what lisa was talking about like the angles of how planets interact with each other a lot of people have like a grand trine of something which means like all of these parts of your personality essentially like work together to make you extremely lucky. Like those things where it's oh, like and then a you lot can of map these, that on how yeah, many people like have these that kinds of people have had trines and they are like big. And it's like, of course there's also other people who aren't super successful or whatever that I'm sure have those too. But, right. but then, it, and yes, we understand that we study the celebrities charts more than the uh, average other people. people. We get it. But, <laughs> yeah. But it's like, Oh, there's a trend within people. Even if they don't have the same sign, they have the same like kinds of formations in there. So it doesn't matter if you, so to like say to someone hater types who are like, oh, all so it means all Gemini's are going to be famous. And it's like, no, it just means that if <laughs> if a bunch of parts of your personality are really complementary to each other, like likely you are like the type of person that could be super successful right, and but then famous. You, yeah, and that, then like, you also have to. Uh, pursue that as yes. well. Yeah. Yes, I'm sure exactly. there's some people who line up that are all their personalities firing on all trines and then when you go to see them at uh, like the hospital that they work mm-hmm. at you're like there's something magnificent about this person yeah you know, there's yeah. something about yes, them exactly. but they are a nurse you or it's know? like yeah. oh they just got they learned this they were so uh they had such immediate aptitude for whatever it is they were doing and that's right. like oh yeah because that you know it's all there nothing's conflicting so you're just like an open vessel to learn or whatever or, yeah like the best dairy stalker at a grocery yes. store you know? <laughs> <laughs> turns all the labels double check never a, never a expired milk on the shelf my like instant image in my mind was like a, a dairy bandit like a stalker like yeah, I, you, I, I, you I, said dairy stalker <laughs> i heard dairy stalker yeah, yeah. like stalker. someone stalking and i'm like whoa that's super specific I was thinking of a specific person. (laughs) Pretty bad stuff. The person who followed me into the milk aisle. (laughs) (laughs) Sir, leave me alone. (laughs) I'm the dairy stalker. And and we'll do like we'll do natal chart readings for our listeners or whoever you know whoever emails us I guess and you know and commit is we do you know we're trying we're trying trying to support ourselves but. It's interesting to see some of these people's charts and be like, yo, you have like a lot of power. You could like lead the troops. You know what I mean? But also if you're really like have a knack for science and that's the route you went, no shame. Like that's that's your life. But you can tap into that if you wanted to. And also our needle charts are we're born with them and we'll die with them. So these parts of your life. You might not access that until you're 50. You might not access that. Maybe you access that when you're a teen. Like it's 
if uh, if some parts of your chart you don't relate to right now, it might have already passed or it might be mm-hmm. coming up. So, yeah. I mean, it sounds like a lot of like maybe excuses, but like, it, I mean, but, it's but it's it's possible. Well, and that's what I mean on that. I don't remember if we talked about this with you, but on that net Netflix thing explained, uh, it's like they do little like short things on different subjects. They have one on like tattoos. They have one on monogamy and yeah. other stuff. But it's uh, it's more about like fringe things, I guess. But they There's do like one an on ASMR one. Yeah, right? they do yeah. one on astrology, and they talk about when kind of like the split between science, like astrology and astronomy, Wait, hold happened. On, back up, monogamy is fringe. It's on. Yeah, they do a thing about poly. It's fucking hard. That's they do. I... They talk about they, not monogamy itself, but like non-monog. Like okay, that's okay, like okay. the the yeah uh, the sort of like uh, anti-monogamy. Yes, exactly. Movement. So it yeah. would be talking about other alternatives. Like monogamy. every once in a while, an article comes out, and you're like, you know, actually, cavemen all fucked different. Women. You know, it's always yeah, like, yeah, yeah, fact, yeah. what fucking sleaze bag is like <laughs> writing these articles to be like, well, according to science, I'm actually supposed to fuck my coworkers. You know? <laughs> 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 Science. Sorry. No, it's Sorry. fine. Uh, no, it's fine. But they had they talk about kind of like when the shift happened between it all kind of being one thing, uh, and it was when the scientific method became the way that you uh, determine if something is fact or science yeah. or not. And with something like astrology, there's like no way you could do. It, there's so many variables. There's no way you because could do is, a thing. It, it, like it is, it's off Austin. Also subjective, where you'd be like, "Well, is Stevie a good leader?" And you know, like, how, mm-hmm. how does Stevie yeah. feel about that? And what does everyone else say about it? What does the people who are following her would say about that? And then it's like, now we have to get a consensus on whether or not she's a good leader. And the, does that line up with her natal chart? And that's like, only that's a, one part of her chart. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So, so, and like, yeah. and, and I like, will sit here and say, "No, please take take the lead, and I will help clean up whatever mess is behind you. Please <laughs> yeah. don't put me in charge." So, there's, so it's like it makes sense given like the logic behind how you test if things are true or not. But also it's like, just because there's too many variables doesn't mean that it's also not like it's untestable. It's not, it's not still like scientific in basis. Even Back to football. The, I talked about this on our podcast too, but the Malcolm Gladwell episode this season about the burden of proof and like, people with brain injuries because of football and like they cannot scientifically say that it's because of football right because the male lifespan is 75 years or something so they have to wait (laughs) to like study what happens for 75 years to say but we all know that football causes brain injuries it's not like there's no question about it but it's like that where where it's like so science can also be limiting in some ways like that yes. kind of scientific method is well that's not why always... like, like hypotheses have to like lead the way on some of this stuff right yeah mm-hmm. like, but I, I also feel like uh, astrology suffers a lot from confirmation bias right sure, like we sure, just yeah. only because like I remember even when we were doing my chart anything that like I would lock onto would be something that I believe to be true about myself right? yeah and mm-hmm. I feel like you would want like if you were going to read my chart again like a uh, I mean, I'm not. I'm pitching an episode idea to you guys, but have someone on, have their partner on, have a coworker on, have their mom on, have like, every. Oh, yeah. there's this and thing. then I'd be like, well, actually, you are kind of a prick about this. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah. Well, there are things that I mean. I think that we've all found in our own charts, even from doing it, where I'm like, ooh, I don't like this part of my chart or whatever. Like, yeah. I'm like, ooh, this is like a less a less likable part and i think that's why it's also like sun sign is the thing that people know the most because one it's the easiest just to know without knowing any other information about it but also it is the sun sign is kind of like your best 
qual like it's like the most like you you it's like right. when you're your best the mo the part that i think that people identify with the most um so it's like yeah of course but also even even if it's not astrology like looking at negative traits of in yourself is difficult no matter what lens yeah, you're yeah, looking yeah, through exactly. mm -hmm. like even like medical yeah like if exactly. your doctor's people, like hey yeah. this is what's wrong with you you're like well, I or mean, yeah like, even something like, <laughs> i'm not second overweight. <laughs> yeah well like even something like if you're allergic to something or like that where you're like oh I, that can't be i can't be that Gluten i can't intolerant. Yeah, right. i can't yeah. have that thing that's for someone like i don't because you don't like how that sounds but i don't know i mean I was going to say something after Confir football. We were talking confirmation bias, football. Uh, well, I was just whatever. thinking when we do these readings, it feels really vulnerable because we we don't see, like, I don't know what these people look like. I don't know how, like, I mean, we just know, like, how old they are and that's it. And then we're sending off, like, basically reading their life and saying, like, well, you're probably like this or this is like this. And also, like, side note, if you're not relating to any of this, maybe there's something you're like it's all here and maybe it's something you're suppressing not to be shady not to be your mom but like it is i mean it's different when someone's sitting here and like you're looking them in the face and being like so are you like this right, and yeah, it's yeah. like i you're don't like, know yeah, I do how think, do you fuck uh <laughs> i do think anyone that, out of breath <laughs> I, I think that anyone that would ask for, or like email us to read their chart wouldn't be like oh yeah yeah why don't i give you money and you right. fucking um, prove me <laughs> or wrong prove or, you know what i mean i'm sure yeah. there'll be one one day. like that's maybe, fine. maybe i'm well, sure that's yeah, well, fine well i wonder i wonder what that because it is hard to hear faults and that that's probably a uh, drawback of astrology too is that like when you hear your own fault you're like what the fuck am i doing i don't want to be reminded of this shit. sure yeah. yeah well i think there's something i just remember what i was going to say about the confirmation bias that i think the difference with that too is like what you use astrology for right. as opposed to what we use scientific experimental things for where it's like yeah in in a medical situation i want to know that the scientific method was used <laughs> to like get some more facts on the medicine you're about to administer right when we're talking about like how's the best to handle this argument at work like is this a good day to ask for a raise that it's more like well i mean i want any like the scientific method in that isn't probably going to work because it's like how like what facts are you measuring there right. where it's yeah, more no like, like oh you mean like unseen vibes that's the kind of shit i want when i'm thinking about that kind of thing where it's like this isn't a, a scientific encounter mm -hmm. i use astrology to diagnose people medically <laughs> I did read I told you about that book that I started reading and she said something about like it was getting into like real medical astrology stuff and that's where I'm like ooh like like it, it probably is right but I'm also like ooh I don't know if I'm ready to like have that part of my mind exploded yet yeah, I don't want to like, buy into this yeah just where yet. it's yeah. like if you get yeah well you do have like I mean the the signs are ruled by a certain body part so it does you know, looking into your chart can tell you specific things maybe to be aware of uh, with your doctor. I mean, like, mm -hmm. I mean, we're ruled by the, uh, we're, me and Lisa are both Taurus, we're ruled by the throat. I mean, a lot of women sometimes have thyroid things and like, you know, I mean, it's, yeah. it's a good just, also these things are all just good reminders. Like, even if they're yeah. not facts and set in stone, it's like, yeah, I should probably get like things checked out mm -hmm. every year and ankles. There. 
My feet and ankles for Aquarius? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think my feet and ankles are suffering because I'm carrying a lot of water. <laughs> <laughs> I'm carrying a lot of, a lot. <laughs> but, but that makes sense. Like, okay, I mean, they all make sense if you think about them, like, in the holistic sense of, like, not necessarily, like, oh, Aqu- all Aquariuses have weak ankles. Right. But the ankles are a bunch of small like it's a bunch of small bones and they're also like real supportive of stuff. And it's not necessarily something that you're thinking. It's not like a big main structure. It's like minute details that also can have a big impact on the rest of your body. Same with like your feet are a bunch of little bones and Aquarius is all about like getting as deep and as esoteric and specific as possible. So it's like, yeah, if you break your toe, maybe it's just one little bone, but then you're going to walk weird and then you're going to, tilt your hip or whatever so it's It's like very D. &D. yeah little little (laughs) things matter even in even in your health yeah that makes so you you guys have said something uh that made me want to ask this question has how has getting into astrology uh affected your and to it and in a way where you're going like drop it you know like in a Mm -hmm. way where you're not proud of how much like Mm -hmm. uh you guys are oh. all in relationships. Yes. Like, does yes. that come into play? To yes. how, how do partners um, feel about this? Well, my boyfriend comes from a religious background, so he's super like <laughs> scared of like those kind of structures and not. Um, but he's w- open to it. Um, I think for me, mostly like this podcast has made me feel like I have to be accountable to some of the things that. I talk about like I can't just be like here's an episode about Mercury retrograde and then do whatever the fuck I want during Mercury retrograde right so, if you're gonna say you gotta like at least take your own medicine right, right. Yes. and and I think having uh like followers and fans of that it they I feel like I have to be accountable to them and it has helped me a lot like it's helped me find better structure and and recognizing patterns which is something I really like to do and cycles and being like this is a good time to rest Figuring out when's a good time to rest, figuring mm-hmm. out when you really need to do the work, figuring out when you need to send out all those emails that you don't want to send or when it's not a good time to do that. Right. And kind of reading those things has really helped. me. So it's sort of like being when you're a, if, when you start teaching something, you like learn it again in a different yeah. way. Where you're like, now, I remember when I was teaching improv, I was like, oh, I can't in this show tonight do the shit that I'm like, I do all the time because students of mine that I've told over and over again not to do blank are here. I got to like step it up and do exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it it is like kind of changed my life in that way where I'm like, oh, this is a good time to follow up on all that stuff for my trip. This is a good time to like do this because everyone needs structure. So it doesn't even matter if it comes in the form of It doesn't of matter if you're all wrong. And, yeah. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. As long as you're like, this is, a, this is a time to rest. This is a time to bust my ass. Yeah. So, as long as that's working out for you healthily, it doesn't matter if you're completely off by your chart. Totally. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's like yeah. perfect. It's yeah. something that's set up for me that like, it just helps me. Yeah. I think whenever you're using it for like good, quote unquote, good, it's yeah. Yeah. I feel like you hear mostly people using it for bad because like you hear the Mercury in retrograde, which you guys explained to me was like about miscommunications and communications not going the way you want them to go or whatever, mm-hmm. which I thought was really interesting. But I think a lot of people are like, oh, we broke up because he was blank or, uh, you mm-hmm. know, I, I don't get along with my boss because they're blank and I'm blank or whatever. I think anytime just kind of piggybacking on what Lisa's saying, because I agree with that. I feel like the same thing in my own relationship. I don't know my boyfriend's rising sign. So also that's why I'm like, I'm like, I feel like I'm not, 
I'm not an authority on, I can't be an authority on your chart until we get your birth time, but we won't, <laughs> his mom won't give us his birth time because she knows it's for witchcraft. Um, oh. So, <laughs> and I we're both, that you guys were the craft and now, you're like, we're, yeah, my partner's so, religious, he won't, uh, he won't talk to me about up. it. Or my boyfriend's mom won't talk to me. <laughs> I, my name is Stevie. I'm a literal witch. <laughs> I forgot that his mom was coming over and I left out like a book that literally is called Inner Witch. Oh, and no. I'm like, oh, no, already. I'm like, already. Like, I there's had already crystals sneak, on the table. I had to like, sneak by astrology books in Ohio with Scott's parents. Yeah. But, <laughs> and they gave me a Jesus book at the end of the trip. Oh, no. <laughs> I guess you didn't sneak that much. <laughs> and then they signed it to Lisa, your favorite Capricorn. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Love Dude, God. Dope. Let's but get Jesus' birth sign if he yeah. was born exactly on December Dude, 25th. Well, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> But I think it's I think it's anytime you use it as a way to like take better personal responsibility because mm-hmm. I think it's a way to um if it's like an excuse for someone's behavior or an excuse for why something didn't work out it's like not using it correctly because it's more about like what Lisa's saying like okay this maybe isn't a fertile time for putting energy out but that doesn't mean like but then it means that it's your job to like take care of yourself accordingly or yeah or and to remember that yeah there will be to, a fertile time yeah or yeah. to remember that okay if i feel like getting in an argument today maybe this is it's time for me to like okay sit with being uncomfortable instead of yeah. popping off because i know that everybody else is kind of on edge or that like it's likely to not work in my favor mm-hmm. so it's more right. about like like weather or it's like, yeah, you could wear whatever you want on any day, but if you check the weather and you find out it's going to be really hot, wearing a sweatsuit is probably a bad idea. <laughs> right, right. It's not. Will the you sun- die? Yeah, no. or just, or it's not like, oh, I'm sweating because it's 105 degrees. Out. Like it's that's the same thing where it's like, yeah. So why did you? Why didn't you wear something appropriate? Right. It's, you can't I mean, you, be- you get a cheat code. Like I think those things of like. When I mean, we all feel this sometimes where you're like, is everybody acting like a dick today? And I think sometimes yeah. with astrology, it's like, well, yeah, like the moon is squaring off with Mars today. And it's like, is that an excuse for people? No. But can you yourself recognize that? Do you like do you want to waste the energy of fighting with people who are all ready to fight? Because mm-hmm. what's the fucking point? I mean, I don't know if you felt this yesterday, Gabriel, but it was full moon in Aries which we're both Aries moon. So I thought of you before we came here. He just did a a prayer hand. And I was just like, I did not know that, but I felt such a kinship when you told me. I almost looked at you guys like, well, sorry. And I was like, no, make that And I don't know why. I was like, well, you guys wouldn't get it. You're not Aries moons. We felt that Ram energy. And I was like, okay, I know that, you know, full moons, high energy time it's a lot of like fuck like completions burn it down what's going on and also like everyone like i've been talking to like with job things or work things or whatever has been such a dick and i'm like water off a duck's back like i can keep it like everyone is gonna be annoying until like i think tomorrow <laughs> yeah uh, well because it's the other it's like the other the squares like Uranus, saturn is in the mix too yeah. which is like a lot of competitive energy but, but i think too it's like sometimes when you see and i'm back and forth on horoscopes too because Sometimes they are just people writing them. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. And a lot, are, not, a lot like, are not things. But when I see a thing that's like, today might be difficult, and I'll like, 
try to be extra nice to everyone because it's like, okay, like set yourself up because today might be difficult. So text out your friends and tell them that, that you love them because later you might want to fucking complain to them. Right. Mm-hmm. And well, what like, you're saying now also, and I hate to keep comparing astrology to religion. I'm sure religious people yeah. and well, astrological people hate they're that. In the, we're in those yeah. charts on iTunes. We're so, in the spirituality yeah. right. and religion yeah. Yeah. section. So with, yeah, all, for, like, with all the other, with Joel Steen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very similar. Yes. Uh, but it is like that thing of like, like if if your religion just makes you wake up in the morning and just be nicer to the people that you totally. interact with throughout the day then fuck that is a good religion if yeah. if you take your astrology and go today's going to be rough for some people i'm just going to make sure i'm putting out good vibes throughout the day mm-hmm. that or oh man and i'm not I'm a feeling bitch, good today so it's hard for me to do <laughs> <laughs> we've completely gone yes. to that point i've been known to have bitchy tendencies and then the second beat was something like well yeah i'm a little bit of it. and now you're just like i'm a bitch yes. <laughs> i work as a bouncer now <laughs> But it's it's true. I mean, also, like, there's going to be I think my pet peeve in astrology is just people like some people are really deep in it and read everything and know all the transits and they're like they're super hip to this app. And some people just like the fun memes and it's a fun way to, like, joke with your friends. And it's like I just hate snobs in any subject. So, like, I think with us is like we're a snob free zone. We're all learning together. Um, Should you like. Uh, you know, if Mercury's retrograde, but you're, you're going to close on your house, did you go, fuck it, I can't close my house? It's like, no, duh. Like, you have something to do. But if you have the option to not do it that day, then maybe wait. Like, it's all these things yeah. of, like, don't harm yourself because life's yeah. going to happen through astrology also. Yes. Well, and it's, all, it's for the purposes of living your life. It's not for not doing. It's not for, like, being scared to do things or not or right. stopping things mm-hmm. because they're happening. It's just, again, like, the way to navigate the best through whatever you're facing at that time and kind of like you were saying too like of knowing that this is going to pass where it's like all right today i'm just going to be uncomfortable probably like and that's okay like so don't be don't try to like avoid it or whatever just be like all right yeah Yeah. no it makes total sense i think it's like very helpful for like as a like depression anxiety girl um just of like having some reassurance i mean alongside with like you know like everyone should do therapy and medicine or whatever works for you. But like just of knowing like, oh, like sad days are literally fine. Like that is okay. Oh, there this week or whatever is not a productive one. It's almost like a few, like in some yeah, ways where right. it's like, it's not to be taken as an excuse, but it's nice to know like, oh yeah, like sometimes we're not at 110%. Well, but if a- all you do, if all you take away from that is like, oh, I, oh, I'm, I'm uh, according to the moon, I'm having a bad week. Well, that explains, oh, good. That takes a little pressure off how shitty I feel. And then maybe mm-hmm. the next time you look at it, you're like, oh, according to the moon, I'm supposed to have a good week. Yeah. And you're not mad at yourself for not having a good week. Yes. As long as you're like, well, then let's have a good week. Mm-hmm. I think then you're I, wielding yeah. it positively. I think yeah. you can do it the other way, too. And that's where it gets dangerous, where you're like, yeah. it's supposed to be a bad week. So fuck it. Yeah. Right. I'm not going to do anything. So you and just it's like, like initiate a not, fight with a partner yeah. or a coworker. That's because not like, what it's, it's for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's supposed to be like a, a perfect balance of like, personal responsibility but also like humility and knowing that there are things bigger than you at play so i think that sometimes gives comfort but also takes some of the like self-loathing like even if you're trying really hard but it's just like not in the planets right now like then it's also not like oh you're no you're not like a piece of shit just nothing is that energy isn't working right now but it doesn't mean that like you shouldn't still keep working or like hang in there until you can Mm -hmm. uh so it's like both you can do something but also sometimes like you can't 
Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. That makes, like, well, sometimes it's better to like hey, gather up your research and then record your thing rather than like feel like fuck I have to do this today. It's mm-hmm. like if you it's just like it's helpful with scheduling essentially. Yeah. I mean, we're about to go into a Venus retrograde too, which is all about like appearance and and looks and all those things. So I was like, no I'm big gonna, changes anybody. No, no big hair no like that's why like your, yeah. I, I'm gonna get my hair done before that. Like it's like oh I'm going to get my hair cut right after this. That's really you're fine. You're you're fine. fine. You're fine. Maintenance also like maintenance haircuts are fine. It's more like if big you changes. if you've been thinking about like shaving half your head Wait till November, November or something. Oh, yeah. wow, that's interesting. So no big appearance changes. Yeah, no it's cosmetic surgery. Because you're worried that it won't come out the way you want it to. Cause yes. It's, cause and of, even if it does, you might not be seeing it like through a, yeah. a clear, as Other clear people, of a lens. Yeah, uh, okay. Even yeah. if you look fine, you might be like, like, I fucking hate this. Right. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Okay, now, short of subscribing to your podcast, which everyone that's listening to this should be doing, Yay. what are some other intro to uh astrology things like should someone get their natal chart done or should someone like is there a website where you could type in this is my birthday time yeah and just yes. sort of see the info and give like a tons cursory of yes yeah. there are yeah. tons of website chart generators online yeah. um cafe astrology is a good like intro one because they give a lot of info they will give you like a breakdown of what each thing means um, a lot of the more not like advanced. But I like astro.com. Those ones just uh, don't have as many of the like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a little harder to read, but it's more visual chart. Oh. Yeah. Um, and then we always use the only astrology book you'll ever need by Joanna Martine Woolfolk. Mm-hmm. Um, Susan Miller also Susan is like Miller's great. You know, the, the, the OG. That's so astrology zone. Yeah, she's who you go to read your hor- monthly horoscopes. She's daily She's and her daily to... app is good because yeah. it's like one to two sentences. It's not too much. Uh, she's just like an OG. Yeah, too. yeah. she's yeah. like a she's, she's the boss. been around. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but there's also a lot. There's tons of um like people to follow on Instagram and stuff too that do daily horoscopes and all. There's so much out there. Linda it's just... Goodman, I think, does a lot of compatibility stuff. Um, also, I feel like I have to shout out our our not all Gemini's yes. our friend. She's, Gemini's. Our, she's like the best yeah. meme Memes. like astrology meme queen, <laughs> which is actually a great way to like kind of learn about astrology on like a funny you thing go you like work it backwards from like yeah. okay I get this joke now. Yeah. yes exactly say about or it's like yeah. you'll see a meme and maybe you don't get it at the time but then you like run into a friend who's that sign and does something up from him and you're like oh my god you're right that is such a Pisces yeah. thing like mm-hmm. yeah Wait, have I been seeing that it's Libra season yes, it is yes. Libra and what does that mean because why I, and that's also something that uh, and I thought it was like LA specific, but I think it might be more social media and it's also kind of developing a fan based yes. astrology stuff. But like I'm starting to n- hear more and more at Mercury. I know when Mercury's in retrograde, something I never knew previously. <laughs> in my life. But now I also know that it's Leo season. What does that possibly Libra. mean? Libra season. Libra season. You're right sorry. the first yeah, time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Libra's all about like beauty and appearance, but it's also about justice and balance and like relation getting a lot like uh conflict resolution like coming to compromise and like doing it's weird if you're looking at at this on a political arguably the judicial branch Uh, (laughs) i think you had some libra in your chart but i can't remember what i I feel like you did i can't remember anything it's somewhere in the report Uh, it's about yeah i mean it's about like partnership partnership uh, and that doesn't have to be relationship it can be writing partner a friend that you want to start a business with i think it's also about like uh like socializing and like uh 
not partying, like not but like, part, but people. like be, refined soirees, yeah. like that kind of thing. It's like, mingle oh, season, it's, y'all. It's, yes. it's, <laughs> it's social butterfly. It's like going to the going to the events, seeing and be seen, and that kind of. Well, thing. Well, we just came from Virgo season, so kind of like as a contrast, like Virgo's very like do work son, where Libra's like cool. I did all my work. Time to go out with my friends. Mm-hmm. Like so, yeah. it's like you can kind of feel that transition. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. I'm going to be be conscious of whatever season I'm in going forward. And then too. we'll be in Scorpio mm-hmm. season right we'll after Scorpio that. Scorpio season. Oh. Which is, I mean, if you think about like the holidays that correspond with it too, where it's like, there isn't really a September holiday. We have like the equinox, which is like the celebration of like the harvest has happened. And right. it's like, we're getting ready to like go into dark times, but it's like pretty and fun right now. We're partying. It's the longest night of the year. Like the, the moon is super bright. So we're all out. You know, we can be out later than normal, you know, socializing. But then we go into Scorpio season, which is all about like Halloween. Yeah, which is Halloween. Samhain or whatever. Which, of course, is my wife's favorite holiday. Of course, because it's all about, you know, dark, taboo, uh, you know, occultish kinds of things. But it's all because Scorpio is all about like mystery. And it's about being other people, too. And like Mm -hmm. trying on like different skin and like just like. Going There's out. a fear aspect. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> unknown. It's unknown because then we're also getting into like, you know, leaves are falling off. The th- things are dying. Is anything is is uh, life going to come back after this season? Oh, like, oh, I don't know. Like, because you have to let things die before you can see that it like, of course it will. But and then it's Sagittarius, time, which is like thanksgiving all mm-hmm. about being gratitude and like expanding oh. your mind and philosophy and also about philosophy. partying yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so and it goes on and on and then, yeah then we and we and then there's going. a month after that <laughs> <laughs> and there's sort of 12 of them it's hard to explain and, and then it just keeps going in forever yeah cool. question yeah. mark yeah but i mean yeah i think when you think about it that way where it's like oh how do these things transition into each other and all that like getting out of this idea that like oh, this is a thing that's supposed to tell people exactly what they're like and yeah. all people are like this. It's like, no, it's just like being in touch with the the cycle of life that we're all already aware of that's happening, but just being more like noticing the patterns right. and things like that. A word I never said before five years ago, but now I find myself saying all the time is I think we're talking vibes. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Like, and I, and I, I can't believe I never uh-huh. heard this word. Like, I've, I've, of course I heard it. I saw the Cindy Lauper, Jeff Goldblum movie vibes. When I go, <laughs> but I never say it as much as I say it now. And mm-hmm. I feel like, Vibes and energy, baby. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like astrology, you can like sort of put under that. And maybe it's uh, accidentally diminutive. I don't mean it that way, but it's like, is it really about vibes? It's really about the feeling you're going through. And well, and some people, like, I mean, I think it's some people vibe with each other. You have a vibe towards this. It's the season to vibe. I'm not vibing with the current season. I'm not vibing with this current situation. Well, it's like, it's weird. I think getting older you also realize you, if you don't vibe with certain people, you don't have to hang out with them. Like, I think when you're in your early 20s, you just hang out with whoever, like, lived on in your dorm or, right. like, who was next to you. And, like, I think yeah. as or we... Or who happened to go to the same college mm-hmm. as yeah, you. Who yeah. happened to be, grow up around the block from you. And yeah. then you get a little older and you're like, we have different vibes? Like, or, like, or you just realize these more things and it sounds, like, very, like, and we're in LA and it sounds holistic and cheesy, but it's like people, well, what was that one article people have been passing around now that we do feel people's we energy, people's energy, but it was definitely I mean, I a that, foreign study, but <laughs> <laughs> I did read it, but, but you know, I think that's true. Sometimes true. someone walks into a room with a bad mood. It changes everything. Mm-hmm. Scott, my boyfriend's a bartender and he like experiments with, what he puts on the TV. And he's like, sometimes I like putting on the news 
And but like people change mm-hmm. in the bar. And like it's different than sports. Sports is more camaraderie. The news is people get upset. It's polarizing. Yeah. yeah. It's mostly yeah. negative. And, yeah. and bad, bad vibes. You know, bad and, vibes. And, <laughs> and where Steve works, like they put on movies and certain ones. You know what I mean? It's oh, like it's really you can change a room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can feel when someone has like a good energy. I, I, yeah. I talk about this all the time, but I used to work on 30 Rock. And when Alec Baldwin would enter a room, I, I'm not saying good energy. I'm not saying bad energy because it was depending. But he could change the absolute temperature or vibe in a room because he's interesting. He's very powerful person. He's very magnetic personality. Obviously, Mm -hmm. he's a megastar. Yeah. Yeah. But like being around him in person, all he changes the energy in the room. And I'm sure, like I'm speaking just from that personal experience, but I'm sure big celebrities or big personalities will change the vibe in a room. Well, that's. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're in LA, which is. Uh, you know, allegedly a very allegedly like it's not true, uh, like, so, you know, surface level, superficial kind of place, <laughs> but also in something like entertainment where it's like, why did this person make it over this? Per- like, why are some if we have a room full of gorgeous people, why is this the person that like gets it? And right. it's like it's an unseen, unspoken, yeah. just it's Foxy, baby. Exactly. And so it's all it goes along perfect with astrology because it's all stuff you can't see, but like you know it internally, like you know it subconsciously, you you're aware of it, but right. it's like it's you know it The Germans have words for it, I'm sure. It's just like, you know, those <laughs> I like, think if anybody does not have a word for it, it's Germans. <laughs> the Inuit people have a yes, word. Yes. Uh-huh. There we go. There's, there's, there's probably a hundred words. Hundred words for vibes. <laughs> Um, well, guys, let's send good vibes to you. Yes. What's the name of your podcast? Let's get my listeners to listen to your podcast. It's What's, What's, your, What's sign? your Sign. Uh, and where can people get it? Wherever they get podcasts. Yeah, on right? all on all the podcast platforms. You can also follow us on Instagram. We make memes also. Mm-hmm. Uh, Join our Facebook group if you want to like talk to other astro heads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very supportive and, and fun. Yeah, we, you know, if you have questions, you can email us. What's your sign podcast at Gmail. We, like if you Google us and like. Astrology yeah. podcast, we come up we come pretty easily. Right, and you'll find yeah. it. And uh, when I tweet out this episode, I'll tweet out that information yeah. too. Hell yeah, so baby. We love links. Hell yeah. <laughs> Big link fan over here. <laughs> we love links. Vibes and links, baby. <laughs> That's our new merch shirt. What was the, I want that Scorpio one from earlier. I'm going to. Tits and Scorpio. Tits and Scorpio vibe. Tits and Scorpio. And vibes and links. Vibes and links is a vibrator and a sausage too. Next <laughs> Hell yeah. Keeping it phallic since 1982, Johnny J. Guys, thank you so much for coming hey, on the thank podcast. You. Thank you, shitheads. Julia, Lee, yeah, thank Lisa, you, and Stevie. Guys, thank you. Also, real quick aside, uh, after meeting you guys after the episode came out, I followed you guys all on Instagram, and uh, most of my friends, you you guys use Instagram. I think the normal level that everyone does. Uh-huh. None of my friends use as much, and now I feel like I'm way too close. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I know way more. Like I've just been like, oh yeah, I met them once, but now I'm like caught, completely caught up hey, in your lives. We're here for your yeah. vacation. Yeah. We're yeah, here exactly. for your life. I watch all for. your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's for. I know that's totally what it's for. But then I feel like when you guys go over my house, I'm like, I've actually seen hundreds of pictures. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've seen our catalog. <laughs> I'm all caught up and we have to talk off mic about (laughs) I'm pissed (laughs) Uh, thank you bye shitheads that was a headgum podcast